Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books secrease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore and the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now to still the beating of my heart I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is and nothing more, this it is and nothing more, this it is and nothing more." Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. "'Sir,' said I, "'or madam,' Truly your forgiveness I implore, but the fact was I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness, peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken. And the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning soon again, I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. 
Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with the mien of a lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. And then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. <laughs> Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, a ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. <laughs> Tell me what thy lordly name is, on the night's Platonian shore. Quoth the raven, much I marvelled this ungainly foul to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevance bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther then he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till his song one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore never, never more. But the raven, still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door, and then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, with his grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat, engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining with my head, at ease reclining, on the velvet cushions lining that the lamp-like gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamp-like gloating o'er, she shall press nevermore then methought the air grew denser perfumed from an unseen censer swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor wretch i cried thy god hath lent thee by these angels he hath sent thee respite respite and nepent thee from thy memories of lenore quaff oh Quaff this kind nepenthe and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet! 
said I, thing of evil prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent, whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven. Nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if with the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden who's the angel's name Lenore quoth the raven nevermore be that word our sign of parting bird or fiend I shrieked upstarting get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form off my door. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted. Nevermore. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. While our passion is for true crime, ghost stories on Christmas Eve are a big tradition in some households, certainly for the Victorians that we know and love, and we love a ghost story too. We occasionally do recordings of short fictional ghost stories on our Patreon tier, but we're happy to release The Raven to all of you for Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas break, and beware The Raven. <laughs>